All right, here we go. Are you ready for this, Amanda? Yes, I'm ready. I'm so ready. <laughs> you guys. I'm myself. Yes. You guys, I am seriously so freaking excited. I have one of my friends here, Amanda. Hey. I'm so excited to have her on tonight. Now, here's the deal. Obviously, as you know, before I get started, I like to share a little health tip. And I also want to share a little story, and then we are going to get into Amanda's incredible story and what she's been through in her life and how she has just overcame everything that she has been through. So with my little health tip, as you know, it's like this coronavirus is out of this planet. It's a serious thing right now, right? And the most important thing we can do is just keep our immune systems healthy and strong, right? And so I love this little combo to put in a little capsule for your immune system. And they're different essential oils. And I like to put in On Guard, Oregano, Black Pepper, and Melissa. And that is just going to help boost your immune system. You do that every single day. You can do about one to two drops of each in a little gel capsule and take that when you have your breakfast in the morning. So that's something I love, love, love. Um, a lot of people are turning to that because the doTERRA soft gels are sold out. And so this is something that you can do in place of that because um, it pretty much has the same oils in it. So there's that little health tip. Also, I wanted to share something really cool that happened at Costco today. Those of you who follow my stories on Instagram, you probably already saw this. Um, but you know, I went to Costco today at, at about nine twenty, something like that. Did you have you watched it yet? Like, no, sorry, I no? haven't. But okay. You're so brave to go oh to my Costco. Gosh. You're so good. <laughs> <laughs> you're so brave. I know. No, seriously. Like I was like, I'm not freaking going right now because it's insane. And I it gives me anxiety. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. Like whatever. So, but I knew I needed toll paper, and I just, I just need the items. Just, I just need toll paper just to have toll paper. I don't need to stack, you know, stock up five hundred million rolls. I just need a pack. You know what I'm saying? Just to get by. So I was like, you know what? I don't have my kids today. So I'm going to go wait in this, this long line. So I go wait in line. And of course you hear a lot of negative talk with some, with certain people. Right. And they're just, oh my gosh, why, when are they going to open the doors? Um, I need to just get this and this for my wife and oh my, and they're just, people are just complaining and I'm just listening. And then all of a sudden this cute lady in front of me, is standing there. And then an old lady comes from behind us and she's walking up. She's really old. Yeah. She sees the line and she's like, screw this shit. I'm leaving, you know? So the lady in front of me goes, wait a minute, ma'am, wait. And she goes, what? And she's like, what do you need? I'll run in and get it for you. Cute. She's like, I'll just get it. I'm going in. I'm already in line. I'll get you what you need and I can bring it to you. And she's like, no, I'm too far. And she's like, I'll bring it to you. And she's like, no, she turns around and keeps walking. Was she? So you said she was a lot older. She was the older lady. Aww. Yeah. And this lady's like, okay. So then, you know, as we're talking, you know, just 10 minutes goes by and, and some other people are like, oh my gosh, it's freezing cold out here. Uh, they're just complaining how cold it is. And the same lady goes, I'm parked really close. Do you want me to go get my car and you can get in it and just warm yourself up? No, wait. Yeah. And they go, well, no, no, it's okay. And so I go up to the lady and I just go, hey, I said, I just really wanted to acknowledge you for who you are in this world. I said, because considering this whole situation, I go, the fact that you are offering to get this woman groceries, you're offering to go get your car and bring it for these people, I said, that makes a really big difference in this world, especially right now. And I said, and so again, I just want to acknowledge you for that, for your heart and who you are as a woman. I love it. 
And I said, and we need more people like you. I said, so thank you. And she's like, well, yeah. She's like, I just don't know why people are so mean. And da 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 da. And I'm like, I know, but it takes one person. And I said, and who you are is an incredible woman. So thank you, you know, and just kept talking to her. And it was just such a powerful, powerful reminder because in the midst of all this chaos, you guys, there's going to be people that are constantly in panic at stores to get toilet paper and they're running out of this or running out of that. And, and I get it. This is definitely a stressful time, but also I want you to get that who you are out in the world and out in public makes a difference for people. Whether you're freaking having a major anxiety attack, stressing about toilet paper or milk or whatever, there's an impact, right? But you get to choose who you want to be in this world. So when you're out and about, if you notice somebody's doing that, you know, having anxiety, say something. Say something that can shift their way of thinking so that they can, you know, alter their way of being in the world as well. It makes a difference. And you can say it in a loving space too. It doesn't have to be a, a bitchy comment, right? It can just be like, hey, look, like, you know, we can come back tomorrow or we can do this or I'm sure they have toilet paper tomorrow or whatever that, you know, whatever it is. But I just, I just want you guys to know that we all really can make a difference in this, in this world with what is going on. And I just wanted to share that because it hit me so hard today being out and just experiencing that right in front of my eyes. And that is what occurred to me in that moment. I mean, I could have looked at that like, oh my God, all these people, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, no. Well, what's great too is it probably didn't just uplift that moment for you. Yeah. Your whole day was uplifted oh, by yeah. that experience. Oh, it was cool. And everyone around us, they heard me say that and acknowledge her. They may not have even noticed that she even offered to do certain things for people because people are so in their shit mm -hmm. and so focused on getting the damn toll paper, or getting whatever it is they're out of, and the line's so freaking long, they're not even paying attention to what's in front of them. Yeah. And as soon as I said that, I could energetically feel the shift all oh, around me God. too. So it's just, you know, it's, I just think that we all have, um, a big say on, on how, how all this is going right now. Right. And it's a serious thing. It really is. So I just wanted to share that because I thought it really made a difference for me and people around me. And I know you guys, you listeners that are listening, you can make that difference as well. So, so that's that. Yep. Now, okay. So here's the deal, guys. So me and Amanda actually met. Oh, surprise! Shocker, 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 shocker. In Lake Powell. Okay, right? I swear, I'm meeting all my friends in Lake Powell on these fun singles little shindigs. <laughs> so we met in Lake Powell, and you came with um, Brad and Haley. Brad and Haley, yeah. and I came with my friend Monica. Both of us didn't really know very many people, mm -hmm. right? No, I knew Brad, Haley, and Chris. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Out of what thirty something people? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that so freaking cool though? It's like we went knowing that we didn't know a lot of people, but we were open to that. We were open to the relationships. And you even mentioned you weren't even going to come, right? I know. I wasn't. I Well, it's super nerve-wracking because I, I mean, I think at that point I had been divorced for maybe a year and a half. Yeah. And just putting yourself out there as yeah. a single mother it can be super tough because, you know, you it just as anyone, you fear that rejection. So I was like, yeah. I really want to meet new people. I want to expand, you know, my, my environment and my friends. And yeah. so I was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. Yeah. And Haley and Brad were great at encouraging me to go. Yes. And so we all went and 
everybody there was amazing. Like, yeah. it's fantastic because everybody was so different. Their personalities are all super unique. Their lifestyles are different, but we yeah. all, we were like a giant family. Oh my gosh. I it really it. was, huh? We had so, we had so much freaking fun. Losing the massive unicorn <laughs> at the bottom of Lake Powell was the worst. Yes. We had this big, ginormous blow up unicorn that we had taken the cove, this cove. And it was we there just, at like four o'clock in the morning when we went wake surfing. Yes. And then we came back and it was freaking. He's gone. He's just gone. <laughs> I wonder. Did you think it really sank? Like it full ended? Yeah. I don't I even know what happened. If it would have stayed afloat in the water, we would have found it. Yeah. Because I feel like we did didn't. We drive around for a while. Maybe I don't remember. I don't even. I think people did actually. So it didn't blow away. So. so it probably did. I think so. Because mm, it had holes bottom. in it, right? Yes, yes. I think it did. After, oh my hell! After we call it. <laughs> Shit show cold. <laughs> yes. Shit show cold. <laughs> it just got a few holes in it. Dude, you guys. Oh, we had so much fun. I can't even, I can't wait to just go back to Lake Powell this year because it was so fun. So fun. So anyways, we met in Lake Powell and then we actually just like reconnected. We kind of kept in touch a little bit after yeah, Lake through Powell. social media. Through social media. But then we like really, connect, you actually reached out to me just recently in December and then we've just kind of been hanging out yeah. ever since then. And the New Year's was I think the first time that yeah. we like both made the effort to actually yeah. hang out. And yeah. then it's just been more frequent since. Yes. Yeah. And we've been going out all the time and having so much fun. <laughs> and I just, I, you know, one of the nights that Amanda and I were out, she really opened up, you really opened up to me and shared some of your story. And it really inspired me. And because, you know, seeing, you know, your past and, and what had happened to you in the past and seeing where you are now, I was like, oh my God, this is, this woman is full of strength. You're so and so when I started my podcast, I was like, oh my hell, like she gets to be on my podcast. And here's the deal. I have a list of people that I want to be on my podcast. And I, some people I reach out to, some are so willing, some are like, I'm not ready to share. Some I haven't even asked yet. I go off of just like my intuition. Yeah. It's really interesting. And it's so perfect when I do ask people because they're like, I wouldn't have been able to do this two weeks ago. I wouldn't have been able to do this. And so it's all just based off of, okay, this is what I feel. This is perfect timing. And so I'm really excited to have when you I on. When I listened to that voice message, I honestly teared up and I was like, oh, because oh, everyone you've yes. had on here, like Bobby is an incredible person. Janica mm. is amazing. I know mm. I've only met Adrian, your best friend once, yeah. but she just, all of those people have just such, such amazing energy and they're, yeah. they're just, their empathy and everything, their friendship is incredible. Yeah, so when absolutely. you asked me, I was like, oh, oh my I'm so God. honored. Yes, absolutely. Well, here's the deal is I see you and I see the amazing woman you are. You're an amazing mom. Um, she works in the IT department at her job. She's a freaking badass at her job. <laughs> Seriously. I'm like, holy shit. How many women are working at your, at, at your company? So well, in the engineering department, I think we have around like 250 and there's, there's like five women, five women. Yeah. That's freaking powerful. I love it. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. It's amazing. Also, you have something that you should know is that she just started her own blog. You just launched it like in December. Yeah. So it was my new year's resolution. One of them for 2019. It was the mm. only one I hadn't accomplished mm. and I was, I wasn't prepared. I've been, I've been writing since third grade. I have a Lisa Frank notebook. Oh, that wow. I have just these horrible yeah. misspelled poems and stuff in. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just going to do it. I'm yeah. going to gather everything I can. And I'm just going to throw it on this blog. And at least yeah. I can say I accomplished it. So yeah, yeah. I think it was, I think it was November or December. Oh my gosh. That is amazing. You guys have got to go check her blog out. What is there like a certain name they can look up or is it just yeah, your name? So it's, it's just her old 
soul.com because I'm an old soul. I love all things that are old. (laughs) Yes. Okay. You guys have got to go check this out. She's an amazing writer. Holy shit, dude. Seriously. Ah! So I'm seriously so excited. And I know that, you know, your story really can impact a lot of people's lives because I know a lot of people have gone through what you've been through. Um, and so I just, I know that by you sharing will, you know, shift people. It really will. Cause you're seriously such a freaking powerhouse. I'm like, holy shit. You're so inspiring. You're so, so oh my God. So I'm so excited to have you on. Holy crap. Holy crap. Well, it made me feel better so, listening to the podcast with Janica because she's a writer like I am and yep. her and I are both like introverted extroverts. Mm-hmm. And so hearing how like comfortable she was doing it, I was like, yeah. okay. Like, okay, I got this. I got this. I know. Right. I got my novel of notes. Right. No, I love <laughs> it. So I'm going to like, mm-hmm. um, just move that closer. There we go. Need to fix my mic. Yeah, I want her to. I want you guys to be able business. to hear her. So I'm like, move it closer. <laughs> um, and keep in mind, again, like this is nerve wracking doing this, right? Like it's a little when you've never done it before. Um, like what were you just sharing with me? Weren't you sharing something about how it's easier for you to write than it is to like? It, it is. I just. Yeah. I'm one of those people where I'll be honest. My verbal communication. I have to because I'm such a deep person yeah it's kind of like diarrhea of the mouth honestly, <laughs> it is it's horrible because like, all at once I just want to say everything I have to say and then it comes out jarbled and then this <laughs> point and then I go down a rabbit hole and when I write I can look over it 15 times and be like mm. okay that doesn't make sense or that doesn't resonate the way I wanted yeah. it to and so yeah speaking is yeah. it's just a little bit more difficult for me so yeah. well I think you do an amazing job and something about this too is there's something about speaking and doing a podcast where there's so much vulnerability and authenticity in this. Do you have a paper bag for me to like throw up it? <laughs> I just I'm struggling to breathe. No, do you want to jump up? Birch. Can you, I have more birch? Yeah, put more oils on. <laughs> just do you have any more crystals? I know. Like, can I put them in my pocket? <laughs> Yes, I've been having we're <laughs> dancing, jumping up and down. It's fine. You know what? It's all good. So, okay, so I'm gonna have her share a lot about her, you know, her story and you know, healing trauma. And, you know, we'll just let's let's have you chat about it, or let's have you talk about it and we'll just, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was telling you, I've I've listened to all of your podcasts mm-hmm. and I re-listened to them today. Uh, just trying to figure out what to talk about, right? The most important thing as a writer or someone that has their own podcast is we want the ability for to share our personal stories to where people can connect with us and resonate and either know that they're not alone in the world in terms mm-hmm. of what they're going through yeah. and to know that, you know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel and find a way to connect and, and find that optimism to grow and heal. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to pick something that necessarily hadn't been touched on or really emphasized on yet. Um, so I picked healing trauma. Mm. Um, I feel like, you know, we're in our thirties and at this point, everybody's experienced some kind of trauma. Well, it, whether it's, you know, physical, psychological abuse, neglect, uh, loss of loved ones, substance abuse, you name it, we've all experienced something. And so for me, that's kind of my story, right? Um, you know, the, the trauma that I faced was trauma as a child. Um, and without going into too much detail, it was it was trauma that I suffered for years. Um, so at a very young age, my brain was wired to fear. Mm. Um, 
you know, and as children, our brains are shaped by experience. Um, it's a social organ. So in particular, earlier in life, if you're in this constant state of fear as a child, your brain is, it's literally shaped beyond alert constantly. Yeah. Like, when am I going to get hurt? When am I going to get screamed at again? What next is coming? And so it's almost like your body is just, you're tense all the yeah. time. When is it coming next? I have to protect myself. And yeah. so, you know, our, our frontal cortex isn't even fully developed until, you know, the early years of being a teenager. And so mm. probably from the age of seven on, this is it's just the way that my brain developed. And so unfortunately, you know, up until my 20s, the way that I processed experiences and friendships and relationships and everything, um, it was kind of twisted. I mean, because I, it was constantly like, okay, why did they say this? Or why did they do this? Because I was like, I have to protect myself Ooh. because I had to as a child. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. You know, when you experience trauma as an adult, just in, in terms of a comparison, um, you know, you could say someone who has, you know, who's had a pretty good life, hasn't really experienced anything severe, right? Mm. Um, when something bad happens to them, it, it enters a little piece of a whole structure, from a young age, I was never given a healthy structure. Mm. I didn't know. I didn't know how to build healthy relationships. I didn't know how to love myself. I didn't know. I didn't even know who I was as a person because the only thing I focused on throughout my life was protect yourself. Yeah. Um, so for people like myself, you know, as these children become adults, you know, our brains do reach a point where they become stable. Mm -hmm. Um, so like I said, my journey, you know, it really started in my twenties. I knew that I had pain inside. Yeah. I knew that the way that I would approach things wasn't healthy yeah. or normal. Um, you know, I knew that the relationships I was creating or allowed to enter my life, they, they just weren't healthy. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that what I needed was to heal myself mm. so I could learn to love myself and become the version of the woman that I was supposed to become. Yeah. I didn't know. I, I just, I didn't know. And yeah. I'll be honest, it was, it was super hard. Yeah. I felt like I, I honestly, I can think back to so many times where I just felt like I had a veil over me. Mm. Yeah. It was almost like a piece of me was missing. And even in moments where I was super happy, yeah. it was just like something was lacking. Mm. It's, I know it sounds super weird, but no, it doesn't. It does not it's at just all. Like something was missing. And so yeah. Because I didn't realize that I needed to heal, my actions, my thoughts, all of it was limiting me from growth. And they were preventing me from discovering, like I said, who I who I truly am and the woman that I was supposed to be. And really, I was just truly walled up in this shell of someone that wanted to be loved. Mm. And I had to start with loving myself. And I, I didn't. Mm. I didn't even know what that meant. Right. Um. You know, and so that lasted throughout probably almost all of my 20s until my latter 20s. Um, and it wasn't until that point where I looked at my life and I realized I wasn't anywhere near where I wanted to be. And mm -hmm. I definitely wasn't who I wanted to be. Um, yeah. The way that I treated people, the way that I interacted with people, um, the way that I treated myself. I just, mm -hmm. it just wasn't there. Um, yeah. And so I realized that my core, my mind, my heart needed to heal. I had to learn who I was. I had to learn to love myself. Um, you know, my trauma had caused me to live a life where I was trying to become what I thought the world wanted me to be mm. because I felt like if I was 
who the world wanted me to be, I wouldn't have to protect myself. Mm, I would yeah. be loved. Yeah. I would be appreciated for who I was. Wow. And that was really hard mm-hmm. because I remember even as a teenager laying in bed, because my family, we actually grew up below the poverty line. Like mm-hmm. I remember my family begging for food at the Salvation Army. And they were like, we can't give you any more food. You've been here too often. My mom would boil our bath water on the stove. Like it was crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, And so I had to, you know, it's funny. I I I was trying to think of an analogy to liken it to, right. Mm -hmm. The healing process and totally changing 20 something years of life of what you've been trained to think and process everything. Right. Oh yeah. I was like, okay, I have to heal, but what the hell does that even mean? Right. Right. You don't read a couple books and yeah. go to a couple sessions of therapy and like, ta-da, no. you know, all, the, all these magical sparkles appear and you're, you're a whole person. Yeah. Um, and so what I came up with, and you're going to, don't laugh, but I came up <laughs> with the analogy yeah. of a tree. So imagine there's a tree that's yeah. as old as I am, 32 years old. You know, when a tree grows, it spreads its roots. You yeah. know, if it's, say it's against a building, it'll grow in the direction of the sunlight. Or Mm -hmm. if it's on a hill that's slanted, its roots will tend to grow down the hill. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the slope of the hill or the direction of the sunlight can represent our experiences in life, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. We grow towards those experiences. It it molds us that way. Yeah. Um, And so see a time comes for that tree to, for it to be able to continue and thrive Mm -hmm. and grow you have to change its direction. Mm-hmm. So you have to tether it mm-hmm. to pull it slowly in another yeah. direction, mm-hmm. slowly enough to where you don't uproot it. Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, you, you have to groom the roots yeah. because they're disrupting something. Mm-hmm. You have to slowly get them to grow in another direction. And so yeah. that was probably the hardest part of the healing process for me to realize. Um, and I was telling you in the kitchen just a little bit earlier, yeah. I can see the growth that I've had. I can see where I finally reached a point where I know what it means to be authentic Mm -hmm. to where I know who I am as a woman. I know what I love to do. I know how I want to impact people. I know the type of mother that I want to be, the type of friend I want to be. Um, but fuck, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. There are moments where I can be at the office and I'll sit in a conference room and I'll be like, Oh, I'm not moving fast enough yeah. or something will trigger one of my triggers. Mm. And it's almost like, it's almost like you relapse. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you feel all that pain and fear and yeah. it, well, we, we have something called our fear center. It's at, it's yeah. at the back of our head. Okay. And what happens is when someone who's experienced trauma like that, it's almost, it's, it's like PTSD. Yeah. It's like all of your like cognitive thinking you, you, go into the back of your mind, into that fear center. Yeah. And that's when you start to spiral and rethink and all of those things. Mm-hmm. And you, you spiral, you yeah. get lost in it. And so yeah. I'll get those moments where I'll just collapse and I'll be like, I'm not healing fast enough. I know mm-hmm. my triggers and I still allowed it to set me off. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's shedding those few tears and pulling myself back and reminding myself how far I've come because yeah. like the tree, it's, it takes time. And that yeah. has been the hardest pill to swallow. Yep. Yep. It's because I know I'm better than this. I know I've come so far. Mm-hmm. I can't allow someone's words or actions to affect me because that doesn't define who I am. It doesn't yeah. define my worth. And so yeah. that's been the biggest part. Um, yeah. You know, healing takes time. Yeah, You're going to stumble. And 
another thing that was kind of hard for me yeah. to swallow is the universe is going to force us to relive the same lessons over and over and mm-hmm. over again until we learn from oh, them. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. And mm-hmm. it's the most frustrating thing in the yeah. world. It's, it is. It's so frustrating. Yeah, it is frustrating. But then once you finally realize what that is and you have this cool breakthrough, you're like, oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah. I got it. An aha moment. An aha moment. Yeah. And so it's just trusting the process and also knowing that like, I feel like there's no end to this healing and this growth, right? Like we talked about this upstairs. It's like, it's like people think, right? And we just literally just talked about this, that, oh, I just, I can't wait to get to this spot. I can't Mm -hmm. wait to get to the top. And it's like, there's no top. There's no spot. You literally never stop. You don't stop growing. And if you keep thinking there's going to be a top or an end, it's going to completely take you out of what you are accomplishing right in this moment. And I, and that's another thing is being able to live in the present Yeah. and recognize how far you've come, appreciate the little moments and recognize that, no, you're never going to stop healing. Mm-hmm. Look how far you've come. Yeah. Look at six months ago. Are you the same woman or the same yeah. person you were six months totally. ago? Totally. Yeah. And if you can realize that, you can say, oh, yeah. like, holy shit, I've come so far. Oh, like, oh, I yeah. should be proud of myself. Yeah. I should be easier yeah. on myself. And as mothers, that's hard too because, mm-hmm. you know, you share joint custody with your kids. Yeah. And there'll be situations I have with Addie where I'm like, oh. <gasps> I should have been more patient. Yeah. I should have been more understanding. What the hell? Yeah. But then yeah. you can learn from that and you can yeah. grow and you can say, okay, live in the present, notice these moments. Yeah. And then you learn and you grow. Oh yeah, you do. And it's being kind to ourselves, you know, and, and that's the hardest thing. It is. It really is because we are so hard on ourselves and we look at what we didn't accomplish where we're, you know, we're not here, we're not there. Or I'm this mom or I'm this mom just because of moments like mm-hmm. that. But it's like, like take some steps back and really check in and be like, okay, let's be gentle with ourselves. Cause you know, well, on that same night, it gave me a moment where you and your kids had a tickle fight on the floor yes. or yes. you stopped and you were doing the dishes and you stopped to do the dishes to go yeah. and like read a book with the kids. Like we need to recognize those moments because in those moments, that's where, that's where you're an outstanding mother. Exactly. And we just, yeah, like you said, we have to be kinder to ourselves. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know it's interesting. So with my um so anytime I get in like a moment, I just want to share this. So anytime I get in a moment with my kids to where I'm just stressed or I'm like I raise my voice or I'm checked out or I'm just whatever, I my daughter has permission to call me out. So she has a code for me. <laughs> and um it's a funny one and she calls me Princess Elsa. <gasps> She goes, you're doing it, Princess Elsa. And I go, oh my God, you're right. I'm totally doing it. Because we get in these modes, right, where we're just like, like I'm just sometimes kind of bitchy or snappy or not patient or I check out on my phone or I just like want to sleep. Like I get in these moments, right, because I get I overwhelmed, yeah. right? And and so now that she she calls me out and says, Princess Elsa, she is a contribution to my life because it snaps me out of it. Therefore, it's not even a question of, am I a good mom anymore? It's like, you're right. I was totally in my shit. Thank you. And I, you know what I'm saying? Like, as before, I would be in my shit so much, I would put them to bed and I'm like, I'm horrible mom. I'm horrible mom. They're going to hate me. I'm traumatizing my children. My moment is when I drop Addie off at her dad's and then I'll literally sit in the car and my shoulders will droop and I'll be like... (laughs) Yeah. Oh my hell, I should have yes. done this or this or this or this. Right? Yeah. 
So with that being said, now my daughter has permission to, because she's seven, she, she's old enough to yeah. have a code for me and it makes a difference. It oh, really makes a difference. So I, totally have her pick a name, any princess name, whatever, because it will I mean, get my, you. My daughter, this terrifies me slightly. Ooh. It'll be so funny though. Oh, oh my God. Who knows what she's even going to no, come up with? No, seriously. It will seriously be the best thing because then it, it's, again, it makes it so you're not so hard on yourself. I love it. It's cute. You know what I mean? It's so great. I don't know. It's just a good idea. But anyways, it's, I find it really beneficial. It's helped me so much to do that and she loves it. And I'm just like, oh. but anyways, so it's just crazy. So let me ask you, Amanda. So with everything you went through, I mean, so all this started when you were seven. Mm-hmm. When I was seven. And you didn't even start shifting until you were 20. No. When? No. I think, so I was married. Um, yeah. And I kind of reached a point where, I, I actually remember I was sitting at the kitchen. Yeah. And there's always a moment. I know. There's always, always a moment. Always a moment. It's defining. Yep. Um, I think it was 29. Mm. It was 29. Holy I was getting shit. ready to turn 30 and I went... Someone had asked me or something what my hobbies were. Yeah. And I went to open up my phone mm-hmm. and I opened up the notepad. And as a writer, that I open up my notepad all yeah. the time. Right. Um, and I was like, what are my hobbies? Mm. And I think I wrote down hiking, reading, and writing or something like that. Mm. And at the time, I didn't do any of the three. And I was like, okay, I have to have more hobbies than that. Are you kidding yeah. me? I'm 29. Yeah. yeah. And everything just kind of spiraled from there Mm. where I was like, okay, I don't even know who I am. This has got to change. And so up leading to that point, like I knew what, I knew what my, I guess you could say weaknesses were, right? Mm -hmm. I knew my personality traits that were destructive or unkind or that I needed to work on because I'll be honest, they existed. Yeah. Um, You know, because the trauma that I had and slipping into my fear center, walls would go up. And it's not that I would become selfish, but I would be like, you're hurting me and I'm not going to talk to you. I'm going to barricade myself and Mm -hmm. I'm going to protect myself. And so I would kind of silo myself. And so I knew all these things existed. Yeah. Um, But it wasn't until I was about 29 where I was like, I have to change. Mm. Like, I'm getting old. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've got to change now. Like, I've only got one life to live and it's time Mm. to, I'm ready to become Amanda. Yeah. Yeah. So what are some things like from going through, you went through, what are some tools that you implemented in your life that really started drastically changing who you are as a woman and discovering who you are? Yeah. Um, I think a big part was um, healthy boundaries. Mm. I didn't even know what those were. Yeah. You know, so I'm an empath mm-hmm. and yeah. Um, so it means I'm a giver. Yeah. And because of the trauma I experienced and having this strong desire to just be loved, I was a giver. So those unhealthy relationships that I would attract, I'm like, if I'm just this much better and I give them this much more love and I do this much more, Mm. and I just want to be loved back. Yeah. And saying it now, it sounds super pathetic because it's like, that's the complete opposite of what you need to do. But um, one of the things that really pivoted that for me was setting healthy boundaries. And let me tell you, not only is it, hard thing to teach yourself when you've never you didn't even know they existed Mm. um you piss a lot of people off wow I lost I lost everyone Mm. I'll be honest I did because things would would happen where I'm like well you can't speak to me that way Mm. or 
no, I give of myself fully to you, and you you don't give me anything in return. It has to be like a coexisting balance. Yeah. And you know, it led to divorce because he wasn't my person, mm. and I had given and I'd given and I'd given. And I'm like, I want you to find your person, yeah. someone that you know you can in a natural way give them what they need, yeah. and I'm gonna go find my person. Yeah. Um, and and that was part of the healthy boundaries. Um, like I said, I was never taught them and a healthy boundary is the space between you and another person. And it can yeah. be physical, emotional, mm-hmm. psychological, essentially what the, the healthy boundaries do is they help you preserve your needs mm-hmm. and your identity. Mm-hmm. Um, so they help you say no when you mean no, yes, when you mean yes. And I don't know when we don't know. Mm. Ooh, that is huge. Give, 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 give. It's yeah. like, no. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving. I'm yeah. going to take a step back. I'm going to take some space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I had to break the habit of routine, routinely falling into a pattern of unhealthy friendships, relationships. I had mm-hmm. my entire life largely surrounded myself with people that didn't respect me. Mm-hmm. They were critical. Um, it was really a vital piece of my, my healing, and it's yeah. something I'm still learning because coming from a point where I didn't know what boundaries were, mm-hmm. and I was such a giver, yeah. that it's almost foreign at times setting boundaries because I'm like, am I being an asshole? Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. Like, I, am I being a jerk? Mm. And it's like, no, like I, I have to maintain my identity. You're being an energy vampire. Yeah. Like I care about you, but I'm going to take some space. I'm going to let you take care of what you need to take care of. I'm going to mm. come back. Yeah. Yeah. And then we can move forward. Right. Yeah. So I that, was a big, that was probably one of the biggest things Ooh, for me. Oh, Yeah. And it's probably a constant, you know, you constantly, it is, it is a constant thing you know, that I'm learning. yeah. I mean, here's the deal. It's like we were saying, the growth is never ending and we're peeling, you know, an, like I always use the analogy of an onion, right? We're peel, peeling layer after layer after layer and it's just a continual process. Mm-hmm. It is. It's just never ending, yeah. never ending. So, um, oh, I was going to ask you something. What was it? <laughs> just left me. <laughs> um, no, I seriously think that's amazing. So amazing, but I was going to ask you something and I can't remember what it was. Left me. Um, oh, okay. So, okay. So you, like boundaries is a big thing, right? Yes. That you've really ingrained in your mind and you're, you're implementing it in your everyday life. What are some other things that you've been doing? Like that you're I'm doing? literally pulling up my Facebook message to you so I can remember. Yes. <laughs> no, seriously. Yes. Heck yeah. No. We listen when we record people, we've got notes, we've got a thing we're following because you know, we again, we're vulnerable, we're sharing, and so it's you gotta have these notes. Perfect. One of the things we talked about was living in the present. Mm-hmm. That is that is definitely something that has been really difficult for me because for someone with trauma, mm-hmm. if you slip into that fear center, you're living in that moment, you're afraid to get hurt, you're trying to protect yourself, and so you don't live in the present. You're mm-hmm. thinking, what is this going to lead to? Are they going to hurt me? You're mm-hmm. trying to take a situation that should be organic, mm-hmm. and you're thinking, what's going to, what's, what's the end result going to be? Yeah, and it's impossible mm-hmm. to know the end result. Yeah, and that was a hard pill for me to swallow. And it was, take a deep breath. Yeah, take the situation as it is. Mm-hmm. Live in the present. Mm-hmm. Give the situation the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, just be yourself and find. The enjoyable, happy moments in every in every situation. Yeah. So that's been huge. Living yeah, in the that's present. Powerful. Yeah. It's Ooh. that is something I I learned mm. throughout the day of every day. Yes. 
Oh yeah. I mean, I really think you have to like do this self check-in every few hours because you're like, oh gosh, I was totally not in the present. I'm out living in this future and I'm like, what in the world? Or in my past, I'm living in the past and I have all these thoughts. Like it's, yeah, it's definitely something that's like you have to self, like for me, you know, yeah. I have to check in a lot and be like, okay, let's get with it, Micah, get with the times <laughs> right this moment. So I for think sure. that's awesome. Yeah. 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 Um, I think another thing for me was um, meditative practices. Oh, huge. Yes. Which I, when I was listening again to the podcast with you and Janica, you guys were talking about either tearing or burning. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think I've seen some of her Insta stories and I freaking love them. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. She's got like incense going on in the background. Yes. It's like, totally. I love, love her. It. Yes. Um, one thing that I love to do and I do it every morning in the shower, right? Because that's where we win fights. Um, right. You know? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> that's where we plan our future. <laughs> you know? Yes, um, I love it. What I'll do in the shower is I will imagine this cloud of blue light mm. around me. Ooh. Now, this blue light is just goodness, yeah. right? It is pure light. You're brightening up the dark parts of your soul and your body and your mind. And so what you do is you close your eyes. And you breathe in mm-hmm. the blue light. Mm-hmm. You're letting it fill your core, yes. your mind, your limbs. Ooh. You're engulfing this blue light. And it's almost like any bad dreams you had the night before that are still lingering in your subconscious or any fears you have that day about work or the things that you have to do that are stressing you out. They all just kind of dissipate. And it's mm-hmm. like you're giving yourself a restart for the day. Yeah. Right? You're, you're starting on the right foot. And so... You breathe it in, you let it engulf you, and then you slowly breathe it out. And while you're doing this, you're picturing the blue yeah. filling your body that's and then cool. breathing it out. Ooh, and that's, that's cool. my meditative practice. I, I love, it. love it because when I start to slip into my fear center or let's be honest, if I'm dating someone and I start to get afraid that I'm going to get hurt, I sit back and I'm like, okay, mm. why am I feeling this way? Yeah. I take that moment, I meditate, and I feel better. I'm like, yeah. okay. Now I can get out of my fear center mm-hmm. and I can think more logically about the situation right. and live in the present. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's a good, like, check-in. Like, mm-hmm. doing that, that's a cool tool to use to just really get you to – And I don't slow down um, ever. Yeah. So yeah. it's a good moment to be like, that's Amanda, good. sit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, I think it's super important. Oh my gosh, meditating is oh my gosh. I mean, I've been doing meditation every day, once or twice a day for um let's see, oh, oh was it over a year? Yeah, over really? a year. Yeah, I started when I was going through my separation. I knew I needed something. I started in August 2018. Yeah, so it's been over yeah. I think we got divorced when we were close. Yeah. Oh. When did you get divorced? February? 2018? Yeah. Shut the hell up. Yeah. My divorce went through in September as well. Mine took a while to go through. Oh. Oh. Mm. Well. I think it was like November when it finally was like oh, okay. stamped. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, my hell. How crazy is that? That's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I started back then because I knew I needed something to center myself because I was just not in a good space back then, you know? And so... Um, every day I use it just because I know it can really get me centered, especially right now during this time, right? There's a lot of high emotions. And so, yeah, I love that tool. So anyway, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh yeah, girl. <laughs> so, okay. So are there any other like tools um, that you want to? I, I would have to say loving yourself, mm-hmm. learning to love yourself and know what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said earlier, 
you know, even as a teenager, I would try to think in my mind and imagine if I looked like this. Oh, yeah. Or if I acted like this. Or if I was friends with this person, I would have friends or this. You know, because growing up as a child in poverty, as a poor kid, I remember a girl in fifth grade, she looked at me, she's like, didn't you wear those pants yesterday? Mind you, Ooh. I mean, they were jinkos. They were cool. Yeah. Right? I had oh, yeah. I, mean, I mean, who doesn't <laughs> want to wear those numerous oh days gosh. in a row? Yes. Um, <laughs> Holy shit, that's awesome. But, I mean, it was hard, and so I wanted to constantly change myself, and that went into my 20s. Yeah. I had to look this way. I had to be this way. I, you know, and it was all because I just wanted to be loved for mm. me. I wanted to feel comfortable. I wanted – I didn't want to fear getting hurt. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so learning to love myself and being okay with exactly yeah. who I am has been so hard. Yeah. Um, you know, it's – and this is why I started reading my blog because the hard thing is sharing what I went through as a child. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. at your fault yeah and you don't want to be judged for it yeah mm. so it's hard I um <laughs> I'm just like, mm. so i had to learn to love <laughs> my dolphin oh. giggle um, oh it's funny you've heard it yes it's i love horrible. it i love it it's so cute i love it um learn my dolphin giggle and mm. you know learned just to love everything that i've been through and who I am and how I love and what my weaknesses are and the things that are going to take me time to heal, like loving all those pieces of me. Yeah. And I've also learned that learning to love myself yeah. means loving others oh, for who yeah. they are. Mm -hmm. Because I realized when I didn't love myself, yeah. I projected expectations that I had of myself onto others, mm, Yeah, which was horrible. And mm -hmm. I didn't mean to do it, but I was like, I should be this and I should be this and right. all of this and I should have this job and all these things, right? Yeah. All of these things combined and because I didn't love myself, I didn't love people for who they were. And when I started doing that, yeah. I don't know, that veil lifted, that veil I talked Ooh, about. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, oh, we're all on different journeys. We all have oh. damage or trauma. We're all yeah. learning. None of us are perfect. And you literally have to love everyone for who they are where they're at in their life, what they're mm -hmm. going through, and appreciate them for those things. And you and I talked about this a few times, I think. Mm -hmm. I think we even talked about it Saturday, mm -hmm. Friday, Friday. Friday. Yep, yeah. Um, we talked about how people are going to come and go in your life. Yeah. yeah. And that was a hard thing to swallow, too, because mm -hmm. you have to realize that people will be in your life when they should be. Yeah. And you should know that, you know, if they leave, it doesn't mean they're not going to come back. It's just that you're on you're on different pages yeah you're on different paths yes and you have to you have to just let things ebb and flow mm -hmm. and not control them yeah absolutely just let things happen as they should yep oh my gosh yes i got all emotional i'm a crier no <laughs> you know what though I'm it's so sensitive but that shows so much courage you know crying shows courage and strength and some people really have a hard time doing that I did growing up, you know, because of stories I made up. But now I'm like, I just cry whenever it comes up. So it's great. And it takes a lot. And, you know, the fact that you're on here, the fact that you started your blog, like that is healing in itself. Mm -hmm. You being here in this moment, there's another layer that's being healed for you. I mean, you what you went through, holy shit, dude, you know, it was a lot.
but this is a process and, and I want to acknowledge you for coming on here and sharing what you've shared because it takes something to do that. Like really. And I love you for even inviting me. I I was seriously so honored. Thank you. Well, heck yeah, girlfriend. Oh my gosh. And I know that by sharing what you just shared really made a difference. Even like you, before that self-love, you talked about how growing up you felt like you wanted to be somebody else. If I just look like this person, if I dress like them, if I did this, they'll love me type of thing, Mm -hmm. right? That's going to resonate with so many people. I know all of you right now that are listening are going to resonate with that because a lot of people go through that. I went through that, right? I mean, it's, we're all one. People think that they're alone. People think that it's just them against the freaking world. No, you guys, we are all one. And the more we talk about things and share, you realize you're not alone and Mm -hmm. that everyone is here to make a difference for each other, whether that's learning from the other person, whether that's you, you know, coming on a podcast and healing or sharing your story, whatever that looks like. But, you know, it's, this is just a process. Life is, and it's amazing, and it's beautiful. Like, seriously. So I'm just like, oh, I just love you. I know. I love you, too. Seriously. Thank you so much again. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to share or? Not that I can think of. Not that you can think of. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, seriously, thank you again. I love you. Talk about it. Um, and you guys, thank you so much for, for joining us. If you find this valuable, please share this with your friends and family, anyone that has been through trauma. Um, I freaking, there's a lot of people that have been through trauma. And so please share this and have people listen to this. Um, also, if you want to know more about Amanda's, um, her blog, what's it called again? Something sold. Yeah. It's her old soul. Her old soul.com. And go read her blog and hear more about her story. It's incredible. And um, also, if you want to know more about me, go to my Instagram, Micah J. Fike, M-I-K-A-J-F-I-A-C-K. And if you want to know about that combo that I um, talked about in the beginning, I will have it in my link uh, my link tree um, link, and you can click on it, and you can get that combo or just go check it out. It will be in that um, on my Instagram. So... I love you all. Thank you again um, for joining us. And just remember to do things that will fuel your soul through this, this crazy time in the world. And stay safe and have an amazing week. Love you.